time for the weekly Greyhound preview. And what a fantastic night of Greyhound Racing we've got set down for Sandown tomorrow night. Of course, there is uh, no meeting tonight at Sandown. It is tomorrow night where we've got the heats of the Boltrice and also the Tab Melbourne Cup, which, of course, is uh, one of the main races on the calendar, if not the main race uh, on the calendar in Greyhound Racing in Australia. And uh, joining us to preview is Jason Adams. How are you, Jase? Good morning, Naz. I'm well and really excited and keen to hear Blake Redden getting excited about... Um, Black Opium, and why wouldn't he be? She's a star. And look, the best thing about Friday night is just like Black Opium, there is many greyhounds that get excited about. It's nights of nights for the purists. It feels a bit like uh, the preliminary final week in the AFL where it's, it's for the purists. This is a night where the punters get excited um, before next week with the glitz and glamour, of course, of the cup final. But it is a really special time of the year, and I'm certainly privileged to be a part of it. Exactly. Look, just on Black Opium, who Blake mentioned a short time ago, she's the real X factor of the series uh, this year. She's been a winner of six from six. She goes in as a, a very lightly raced bitch. She's by Black Magic Opal, of course, as a, a victory himself um, in a Tab Melbourne Cup. But what she's been able to do on the clock has been simply sensational. Obviously, this is a, a, another bar and level that she's got to reach, but she's in the right hands to do so. And, uh, gee, she looks a real excitement machine. It's going to be interesting to see how she does line up against these top dogs. 100%. As you mentioned, she's won six of six. She's done absolutely nothing wrong. And look, it's easy to say and question if she's able to uh, race and win in this sort of class. But I think we learned a lot about her last week. I know she went through her uh, restricted win grades and did that very well. But last week, I thought it was a big test for her in a Melbourne Cup prelude up against um, greyhounds alike who have similar ability um, probably more class, but she kind of uh, took a step forward there. I think it was a big step for her and certainly the, the perfect preparation for this Friday night. It is another test for her, but obviously from what she's shown so far, she does look well prepared for it. Mm, exactly. Um, so it'll we'll be interesting to see what happens in that heat later on tomorrow night. But let's kick things off race number one. And this is the, the first uh, heat of the bold trees to kick the night off over the staying trip of the 7.15. And uh, we've got box five vacant. Tad Market has got it pretty open. They've got one soda flash at 4.40. Van Ann at 4.40. Abby Ripper, 3.40. Dinah Weslin is at 2.90. And Blue Moon Rising is a $7 chance. Yeah, first of four heats of the bowl trees. Of course, the top two from each of these bowl trees heats will go through to next week's Group 1 final. It is a, without the megastars in Tornado Tears and Rip and Sam going around, it's a very open bowl trees and one that certainly is creating a lot of interest. In this one, the opening heats of going number three on top, Ebby Ripper. And look, I, I tend to avoid tipping her on top in a lot of races because she leaves her run too late and she's always running a place. But I think in, in this race here, I really feel she's going to get... Uh, to the leaders earlier than what she normally does. And we know she's very, very strong. So if she, if I am reading it right, she does get to the leaders um, earlier than what she normally does. She's going to be very, very hard to hold out to the run to the line. And she's got a great experience here at the track as well. She's won four or 12 starts and certainly no stranger to racing against some good quality dogs. So that's three, Ebby Ripper on top. Second, number four, Dinah Weslin. Of course, she's a stayer from New Zealand who's come over to Australia. She's had two starts. She won her one first up at the Meadows in 4280. She's got a vacant box outside of her, so that's going to um, be important to her to balance up and find her feet. Not sure how she's going to handle Sandown Park first up in a race. I know she has trialled here and trialled well. Um, you can see that trial a couple of weeks back on our website. Uh, third number one, Soda Flash, and he's a type that promises to be a good stayer. I don't think he's really reached his, his total potential yet. He just doesn't run fast enough over the trip at the moment to be able to win a race like this. 
And fourth, number seven, the Blue Moon Rising, I think. Carries a bit of X Factor. It was dominant in a win at Wentworth Park two starts back, winning by eight lengths. And, look, he's still relatively new to the distance, so he's still adapting. And, look, this will be his first look at the track. So that's always a, a query on top of him. So race one, the opener. Heat one of the bold trees. I've gone three, four, one, and seven. Three, four, one, and seven. Race two is the second heat of the bold trees over the 7.15. And here, box five is vacant. We've got the tabs market. Number one, Kanzan at seven. Billy's Bake at six. Down to 3.50, Dinah Chancer and Bacali is at $2 the favourite. I think two main picks here are seven and eight with Dinah Chancer and Bacali. I've gone with Bacali and purely on the on the meeting where they both met um, in their most recent starts with Bacali getting the better of Dinah Chancer. I think if you're comparing the two side by side, they looked at two picks in this race. If you compare them side by side, Bacali was a better run when they met uh, in their last meeting and he went quick too. He went 41-62. If he does that again, he won't be beaten. But the challenge for him is to overcome the wide draw. He hasn't had... Um, great luck when jumping from box number eight, but if it begins well, I think he'll push forward, and obviously he can run faster than what Dinah Chancer can at the moment. Second, that, that number seven, Dinah Chancer, the one I just mentioned, just think Bacali's going better at the moment. Third, number two, Billy's Bake. Now, look, in their form guide here, his PB says 42.50, but he has gone better than that when running second to Rip and Sam in September, where he went 41.69. Uh, he was terrific on that occasion, but I just think for him here... He cannot let Dinah Chance and Bacali go out in front because I doubt he's going to be able to run them down. Fourth, number one, Kanzan. is a very good winner at Wentworth Park last outing in 42.08. But for her, I think she meets some smart types here that are racing on their home ground where she is first up at the track. So race two, heat one of the bold trees. So heat two of the bold trees, I should say. Eight, seven, two, and one. Eight, seven, two, one. The third race is the first heat of the Tab Melbourne Cup, and uh, here we'll give you the full market reserves included because they are in in the in the market at the moment. We've got number one, Notorious Mac at four, nine fifty. Doctor Mino, Hecton Bale is at three ten, six fifty. Aston Duke, five fifty four. Deliver and Zipping Mitzi, the ten is at six dollars. Very difficult race this to open up the heats of the Melbourne Cup. Of course, eight of them. The winners of each going through to next week's. $630,000 final. Here I've got number three, Hecton Bale, and I think last week in his prelude, I was keen on him. He didn't get any luck. He couldn't have uh, had a, not much more could have gone wrong, wrong for him last week, but I think here again he gets another chance. Um, he won't lead. He's not able to lead races, but if he sits on the back of the leaders, he'll be able to show his strength late, and I don't think he's had a chance to do that in his last few starts. And look, this might be his time. Of course, he's a Group 1 Australian Cup winner, knows how to race at this level. Um, I think he's well-placed to win this. Second, number one, Notorious Mac. I don't think he's the fastest dog in the race here, but he's the best drawn. He loves the rails, and if there is any trouble around, he will capitalise on it. I think he's a must and good value for your trifectas and first fours. Third, number seven, Deliver. Of course, a Group 1 winner last start in the Vic Peters at Wentworth Park. He's an inconsistent beginner, but we know when he puts it all together, he can be very good. But if he is the missus start from Mount White, he's going to have a lot of work to do. And fourth, number two, Dr. Mino, who we speak about, greyhounds who are a bit hit and miss. This is absolutely her all over. She can ping or she can um, be slow to begin, but she's fresh. I think that's the key to her um, hoping to begin well uh, for the kennel's sake. So race three, heat one of the cup. I've gone three, one, seven, and two. Three, one, seven, two. Race number four, the second heat of the Tab Melbourne Cup, and we've got number one, West on Augie, at equal favourite, three sixty. With number four, Dinah Hunter, three sixty. Five fifty, Aston Cometo, and four forty for Blue Striker. I've got number one here, West on Augie, and I know he was disappointing in the Top Gun last start. He ran last, um, and probably wasn't as switched on as what he can be. But I think here. 
although there is a little bit of doubt with his confidence, I think he's going to have no choice but to push forward. He's got a, a moderate beginner on his outside, and then outside of that is Shadal, who likes to run wide. I think he'll take care of a few on his outside. So as much as Weston Norgie isn't in, at his best form, I think this is going to be a great opportunity for him to bounce back. He, he's going to get room, and I really do think um, he will take advantage of it. Second number four, Donna Hunter. Obviously got great early speed. He can go 5-0 to the first marker, but if it's a match Weston Norgie in the run for the line, obviously Weston Norgie's going to have the track position uh, on his inside. And with Don Hunter as well, he's got to begin as well too. Because as I mentioned, Shadale on his inside will want to get off the track at some stage. Fourth number eight, Blue Striker. Look, I was surprised by the way he stepped left out of the box's last start. Because if he does that again in this race, he's going to bump in the Emerald Rainbow, who will begin well. Um, and then his race is over because there's no second chances in Melbourne Cup heats. But we know he's got class. Um, if he does get that, that probably 30 centimetres knees on his left, a step left, he will muster speed after that. And I also want to comment on number six, Aston Kometo. I haven't included him here in my first four, but obviously he was, um, wasn't was too bad in the shootout last week. But I think this draw on paper is tough for him, especially the way he's beginning at the moment at this stage of his career. But he's got a big 12 months ahead of him. He's still young, and obviously he's got all the ability in the world. But, yeah, I think he's up against it in this one. So race four and heat two of the cup have gone one, four, three and eight. One from four, three and eight. We now have a look at race five. This is the third heat of the cup and two equal favourites up the top drawn inside and hasten slowly and also my redeemer at 290. King Cold 850, 7.50 not available. Zipping Falcon at 9.50 and Lila Bale is at $8.50. I've gone to my redeemer and I think it was a serious confidence booster for him last start where he led all the way at the Meadows over the 600 metres where he went seriously fast times, 34.04. I think that boosting confidence really suits him well. Um, I don't think there's any concerns of him dropping back from um, from the 600 metres to the 515. As long as he gets away fairly, Hayton Swally is not going to really challenge him, I don't think, in the, in the run for the first turn. So if he does find the front, good luck running him down because he's strong as an ox. Second number one, Hasten Slowly. He's got his draw. He's got great form from box number one, and he's got good form at the track. I just think if you let My Redeemer go, it's going to be very difficult to run him down. Third number six, not available. We know he doesn't have uh, electric early speed, but he does have a class, and that's certainly something that stands up in races of this calibre. Clear running is the key for him. He needs a bit of room to get going. And fourth number eight, Lila Bale. And, Look, with her, we know her best is very good and her worst isn't so good. There's a big gap in between, um, and I don't think we're going to get the best of her given she's drawn box eight. She tends lately to want to get to the fence. So race eight, first leg of the quaddy. Also, eight, three of the cup. I've gone two, one, six and eight. Two, one, six and eight. Um, we look at race six now. This is heat four of the cup, and the market sees two true talent, five, fifty, eight, fifty, Kinlock Moss. 384 Spring Bridge, Mystic Riot, uh, who's got the picket fence at $2 even money favourite. Yeah, I've gone with her, number seven, Mystic Wright. And look, just the way she's beginning in her last five starts, you mentioned the picket fence there, Nudge. She's been terrific and she's led in all of them. Cannot see her doing uh, anything else but that in this one. She should lead. She showed great pace last week in her return to Sandown when she won a prelude. So if she is the lead, I think she'll go around 29.40, as she did last week. And they're going to have to be right on her tail to be able to run her down because he's not going to weaken that much in the run for the line. Second number six, Spring Bridge, who's quite the opposite. He doesn't have a lot of early speed, but he is very strong. Um, we saw him come from well back to win a prelude last Thursday night. But, look, he's going to be close enough to the front because if he's not, they're going to be running too quick for him to run him down. Third number two, True Talent. Look, he was burnt by Baruga Brett last week as every Greyhound would have been given how quick Baruga Brett went. 
Um, I thought True Talent should have finished off the race better than what he did, so I expect him to improve uh, tomorrow night. His heat and fourth number three, Kinlock Moss, who's always thereabouts, but this is a very, very difficult assignment for him against a very high-quality field. So race six, heat four of the cup. I've gone seven, six, two, and three. Seven from six, two, and three. We now go to race six, heat five of the cup, and in this race we've got number one, uh, Wallen John at 650, 7.50, Slingshot Hammer, 8.50, Trooper Manelli. Uphill Jewel at 4.40, Black Opium's joined outside it at 2.60, Black Jack Neo at $7. Number six on top here, Black Opium. We spoke about her in the opening part of the segment where she's won six of six. She's high on confidence, and I think last week it was a point in time where we knew she was fast, um, but we got the realisation that she can perform in, in high class. And although as, as good as the prelies were last week, this is a step up again. It doesn't get much more harder than a, a Melbourne Cup heat. But I do think she's capable. She's been faultless out of the boxes in her six wins. And if she is to do so again um, and find the front, she is going to go a time that's going to be hard to beat. But she will have number five, Uphill Jill on her inside, who have got the second, will be punching up underneath her. But I do think if Uphill Jill and Black Opium are to go neck for neck down the back straight, much as it hurts me to say, Uphill Jill has been a star for a long time, but it may be a time where we see the changing of the guard as I think Black Opium will edge her out in the runs of the line. Third number one, Waylon John. I think he's drawn well. He doesn't often draw on well, but the last time he jumped from box number one, he won at the Meadows. Uh, and one thing with these uh, quality of races, these dogs have a lot of class, and with class comes reliability. With this guy, Waylon John, I know he'll try 110%, and he's drawn well. Fourth number three, Trooper Minnelli. Look, in the form guide here, it says he was disappointing last week. I couldn't disagree with that more. I thought he was good. He began well, uh, went 5.02 to the first mark. I just couldn't run down fully loaded in the run to the line. But, look, with him, um, he must repeat that sort of run to be any chance to win this race because there's a couple others here that can go quicker. Uh, so race seven, I've gone six, five, one and three. Six from five, one and three in race number seven. Uh, we then go across to race eight, and this is heat six of the Tab Melbourne Cup, and we've got number one, Miss Splendor Miro, who has won its last two. It's a 2.15 favourite. Federal Lily at eight, 2.70 Poke the Bear, and are the only ones uh, single figures. Well, this is, I think, clearly the strongest heat of the night, and it really sums up what this night of racing is all about. I've got number four, Poke the Bear, and look, I, I went against him in the silver board. It bit me on the backside because in his last couple of starts, he's been absolutely terrific, coming from Walker draws in very good fields to win. And it just underlines the, the class, the quality, and the, and the ability that he's got. Box four here for him tomorrow night is the only box that he hasn't won from in his 29 career wins. But I think it'd be wrong of us to read too much into that and doubt him from this sort of draw. He's got all the qualities that I just mentioned before to overcome something like that. I really think it's hard to go against him, though if there is one to beat him, it's the grand I've got for second number one, Miss Linda Miro, and which is one of the last two and her two uh, starts since joining the David Gill Kennel here in Victoria. If they are to match motors, Miss Linda Miro and Poke the Bear, I think Poke the Bear would be stronger in the run to the line, but with Miss Linda Miro, she's probably got more of a chance to settle in a better position where Poke the Bear is relying on a bit of clear room to push forward. Third number seven, belt up Bubs. I think he's proven that he uh, can be competitive at this sort of level. Um, but in this sort of class, I think the draw doesn't really favour him that much. And fourth number three, Federal Lily, who may show pace. She may be punching up forward early, but I think she's no chance to be able to run the sort of time that Miss Blender Miro can and poke the bear 
overall. So race eight and heat six the cup. This is a beauty of going four, one, seven and three. Four from one, seven and three. We now got a race nine. We're back to the heat to the bold trees. This is the third heat of the today's contest and box five is vacant. We've got number one Magic Hornet seven. Uh, $6 for Hot Tip. Uh, Poco Dorado is the odds-on favourite here at $1.85. And then you're down to Dinah Yeza at $9. And Apex Within, uh, who uh, is sort of developing a very good record at $5.50. Very hard to go against, I think, number three, Poco Dorado. Her form recently has been outstanding. I cannot fault it. And, of course, she's been here to stand down before and her one and only start where she ran third in the national distance final behind Tornado Tears and Rip and Sam, and there's none of those two to contest with in this sort of field. I think she's going to be hard to beat, number three, Poco Dorado. Second, number seven, Donnie Yezer. I think she really announced herself uh, on this sort of scene in the heat of the Hume Cup, where she comes from nowhere uh, to run down Neo Cleo. It's a terrific effort, and she does step up this distance for the first time, but the way she's raced over 600, I think there's no doubt she'll get the trip, no problem. Third, number six, Yankees Ethics, who... He's been racing in sprint races. He steps back up to the 700 here. And in those sprint races, he's raced like a stayer. So I think he's been um, wanting to come back up to this distance. Fourth, number two, Hot Tip, who has the home ground advantage over a few of these. But I'm not sure whether he's up to the likes of Poco Dorado. So race nine, I've gone three, seven, six and two. So three from seven, six and two in race nine. Race 10, fourth heat of the bold trace. Um, box five vacant, number one, Rockstar Patriot, four, $8 Beckham, 360 Zipping Kelly, Equilibrium at 290, Black Impala is at $5.50. I've gone with number six, Black Impala, and look, he's very good when he won the, the Group 1 Hume Cup last start. It was over 600 metres, and I know there are question marks whether he's going to handle the step up to 700 metres. I think he'll lead the race. No doubt about it. Whether he'll run the trip out, I'm not convinced, but I'm leaning towards that he will. So if he's in front, firing on all cylinders, first up over 700, dogs tend to go really well too. So I've gone with him on top at a nice price too. Second number one, Rockstar Patriot. He's a soldier of the staying ranks. He performs week in, week out. He's a proven stayer, and we talk about the experience some of these dogs have had over the distance. In this field here, he's had more starts, track and distance, than the rest of them put together. So he's got the... Uh, the experience and the and he's proved his worth over time. Third number two, Beckham. Really excited to see him step up in distance. I know um, for, for a long time, Jason Thompson's had a, a good opinion of this fellow being a stayer in the long term. I think he's been good in his, in his past couple of outings over the 600 metres and excited to see what he can do over the 700. And fourth number four, Equilibrium. He will start short in the market, um, but I do think he's a false favourite. There's two types of Equilibrium. There's one that was terrific on Nationals Night, one here in 4170. There's another one that's not so good. So which equilibrium turns up, I'm not quite sure. I hope he performs at his best, but on his last couple of starts, I think he's going to be tested here. So race 10, I've gone 6, 1, 2 and 4. 6 from 1, 2, 4 in race number 10. Uh, then we go over to race 11. This is the seventh heat of the Tab Melbourne Cup. And in this race, we've got number one, Mooney on corner at 4.40, 4.40 fully loaded. Uh, Morris Minor at $4.20. Dinah Patty at 4.60 and Midnight Starlet at 8.50. Probably one of the most open heats of the night. It is. It's a crack of this. I've got number four, Morris Minor, of course. Very good in the shootout last week when narrowly beaten by Orson Allen. And with Morris Minor, he knows what group racing is all about. I think he's got a, a touch of reliability about him that he stands out in terms of his class in this one. So I've got him on top from number two, fully loaded. 
it was very impressive last week, fully loaded. I think we none of us were surprised about how well he went to the first split and also down the back, but I was waiting for him to weaken in the run. He didn't. He ran on well. He went 29.42, and if he's the do exactly the same this week. He's going to put himself well and truly into the race. Third number one at Mooney on corner came from the clouds last week to dead heat the prelude. It's worth a watch that replay too because he absolutely come from nowhere. He comes up with a good draw here where the, the ground on his outside will push forward. If he can get in the slipstream and get close enough, he's going to be a threat late. Fourth number five, Dinah Patty. Look, she's She's got the, probably the best resume of this lot under her belt. Of course, she won the Group 1 maturity in July, but I don't think she's going near as well as what she was four or five months ago. And this is a test as well to come up in this sort of field when she is out of form from Bucks Box number five. I'm keen to take her on, but cannot rule her out either at the same time. So race 11, the penultimate, and also eight, seven of the cups. I've gone four, two, one, and five. Four from two, one, and five. And then we go to the last race, race 12, heat eight of the Tab Melbourne Cup. And we've got number one, often imitated at six, 270 for Orson Allen. Uh, she's gifted at 440. Baruga Brett's at four, eight dollars for Neo Cleo. And you're looking at bigger odds than the others. Hard to go against, I think, number two, Orson Allen. Not only was he fast in the shootout last week, but he's shown he's got a bit of class, durability. And I think his draw is really good for him. He's got um, great form from, from box number two. And I think if he was to repeat that sort of run that he produced in the shootout, it's going to take a monumental effort for one to beat him. Second number four, Baruga Brett. He was brilliant last week. He went the fastest time of the night, even quicker than Orson Allen's shootout. He went 29.08. But this thing, a 35-kilo dog, can you expect him to repeat the sort of run that he put together last week? I don't know. It's, it's obvious that he's put it together. He can do it. Whether he's going to back it up, I've got a question mark over, but um, obviously you did it last week, so why couldn't you do it again? Third number eight, Zipping Sassy. Don't be surprised at all to see her run a really good race. and She's well-drawn, got speed, and can run a good time. And fourth number one, often imitated, where with her, she's at a price where you look at and think, I should have something on her. And then you look at the rest of the field and think, hang on, she's going to have to produce all of her best work to be able to win. I think she's drawn well. Um, but must be faultless and must rely on the likes of Orson Allen uh, making mistakes. So race 12, the last, have gone 2, 4, 8 and 1. So we go 2 from 4, 8 and 1 in the last. And what's your best, your roughy, quaddy, and also your player of the night for tomorrow night, Jace? Best bet, race 4, number 1, a West on August. As I said before, is probably out of his best form, but I think tomorrow night from the red with room on his outside, it's a great chance for him to bounce back to some form. Value bet race 10, number 6, Black Impala, around $5.50 in a heat of the bold trees. Just think he, he will lead the race. I've got no doubt about that. And that's at the, the price of $5.50. I think you're betting on whether he runs out the trip well enough. I think he will. Uh, play of the day. Now, I'm not going to suggest the play of the day. I'm, I will encourage people to get stuck into the, the promotions that tab.com.au have on offer uh, for tomorrow night. There's money back offers for the first four races and, of course, as well, um, there is strong projected first four pools for every race of the night. Laquati, first leg, I've gone with one and two. Second leg, two, six and seven. Third leg, five and six. And the final leg, one, four and seven. So pretty skinny there. I wouldn't be investing too heavily. It's certainly keeping some in your back pocket for next week. Of course, next Friday night, Tab Melbourne Cup final night, there will be a $1 million projected at Tab Quaddy Pool, and that'd be a great opportunity to get stuck into a quaddy then. OK, Jase, all the best of luck tomorrow night. Thank you, Connie. Thanks, Nard. It's going to be a ripper. It is for sure. There is Jason Adams joining us from Sandown, previewing tomorrow night's Heat Night Tab Melbourne Cup and also the Bold Trees.